Ray, this is a good Charlotte podcast, right? Yeah. Welcome to Anatomy of Mixtape episode number <laughs> something. So it's one of those numbers. And yeah, today we're going to be Ray, talking you about... You remember the number of the last episode either. Yeah, I haven't remembered the episode, the number of the episode of any of the other podcasts. 95. I'm 13. We're He's only 13. Yeah, yeah. How can we like, put the responsibility on his shoulders? So uh, it's a number... He's got letters, but he doesn't got numbers. It's a podcast. And yeah. it is Anatomy of Mixtape. And today we have myself, Ray, joining you, and we also have in the Pacific Northwest Division of MoQuest Studios. This is Daniel. And then in the Central South Texas MoQuest Studios Division. Central South. Central South. All we hear is Rolando uh, blah blah. Yeah. Oh, Rolando Gaga. Wow, I am just. So and uh, centralized shed somewhere up in North Texas, we have the returning guest, returning podcaster actually, D Town Joe. Joe, say oh, hello. Well. Yeah, <laughs> D Town. Ahoy, ahoy. Uh huh. He's back. September. That was the last time we heard from D Town Joe. And in the Western South Central Texas Secondary Division of MoQuest Studios, we have Bryce. <laughs> hey, yeah, there he is. And of course, uh, your host, what? Ray. I am here in the. Wait, did you introduce yourself twice? Yeah, did, did yeah. I do it twice? I mean, yeah. I don't remember. You started yourself. I don't selfish. Remember. I don't remember. It's that natural seltzer, man. It kind of gets to your head, you know. The bubbles, the bubbles, man. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so uh, on this episode, we are going to be talking about the first three albums, the first era of the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, so you are going to call it an era? Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, that that was the whole point. It is an era. Yeah. 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 That's that's, That's the word choice. It's the word choice. Uh, no, that's what it is. That, and I say that... The dynasty? <laughs> yeah, that's... that's I say that intentionally that because if uh, we go on any further than this, uh, you'll the see why... The first dynastic era. It's called the, the apoc era. era. Of, it's the era, this first era, era of the Smashing Pumpkins. Of Kurgan. Of, oh. uh, <laughs> Billy Colgan. So... Um, again, like I said, we're going to be talking about the first three albums of the Smashing Pumpkins. Nothing too deep, uh, just very on the surface stuff. Um, so, I guess that's f- first. That would uh, be any one of the podcasts, right? Just yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There's never, there's, hey, there's never speaking any. Speaking of the pumpkins, just set on. this, uh, start this off. I'm going to find a video real quick for you guys to listen to. Um, but y'all remember a comedian named Stephen Lynch? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it's Smashing Pumpkins. I think I shared it to you, uh, MoQuest. Uh, you did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Facebook chat, yeah. I'll uh, I'll throw that in there right about now. Where the 
Okay, so uh, we're going to be talking about the albums Gish, Siamese Dreams, and Melancholy of the Sadness. Again, very superficial. Siamese Dream. Did Thank I you. say It's Siamese Dreams. No, you said it was plural. Like Siamese Dreams. dreams? Oh, sorry. Or Siamese Dreams. Okay. Okay, so to get started, it's very, again, just diving into it. The first album, well, the Big Smashing Bart Pumpkins Ray. are a band made up of Billy Corgan, Darcy Redsky, James Eha, and Jimmy Chamberlain. And they got together as initially like a kind of like a goth-ish type of group with a drum like machine. Jimmy Chamberlain joined the band, made the band a little bit better. They made the album Gish. And according to Billy Corgan, that the Gish is considered a spiritual album. And is it? It is about a spiritual ascension. Wow. <laughs> All right. Is that what you got? Is that what you got from yeah, that, that? That that is what I've heard many a times. Uh, yeah. Was this the first? Uh, okay, so I'm gonna so put it just, out right you now. Just busted on the scene as pretentious. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Speaking of pretentious, <laughs> wow. are, are you are you are you assuming that this is like, like not Billy Corgan's? Like this is not the way he approaches all this shit. This is like listening to the development of Ray's ego here. Um, no, I mean I know I know that's how he is later on. Is he know that he started with the ego before? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh that's what he's known for. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of egos, the lyrics that I feel because I've been listening to these guys not as much as I wanted to because I want to do like a super deep dive, but. I saw Tool like a week and a half ago, so all I've been listening to is Tool. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, when it comes to the Pumpkins and their writing style, it's like they're trying to be Bob Dylan-esque, but they fucking fail. Like, there's literally a song on uh, Siamese Dream where they address a Mr. Jones. Do you remember what song that was? Uh, give me two seconds, maybe a little longer to find it on the YouTubes. All right. Because I was just listening to this shit. All right. Uh, let me just oh, give no. some more uh, trivia while you're finding that. It's, uh, this album peaked at 195 out of 200 on the Billboard. It barely went platinum on April 1st, 2019. And it is considered the 32nd greatest grunge album of all time. 32nd? 32nd. And uh, again, these are these are words uh, from Billy Corgan, not myself. It says, "When I listen to Gish, I what I hear is beautiful naivete." <sighs> space boy, <laughs> it was Space Boy. Space Boy, right? Oh, feel really? it, break your it. bones, Mister Jones. Taste me as I bleed. Taste my <laughs> need. Space one of the one of the things that one of the things I did want to get off uh, right at the top is uh, Billy Corgan's <laughs> voice. All right, and I would like to hear everyone's real word opinion about Billy Corgan's voice. And I know everyone has like a lot. Of, there's a lot of people that have a problem with it. You either like it, 
or you hate it. like carrying his asshole for like super constipated. So Roland tearing his asshole and super constipated. That's what you said, right? From being from being constipated. Uh, what about you, uh, Bryce? What do you think of Billy Corgan's voice through the pants? Uh, Ray, I'm sure I've talked about it. Like two cats fucking. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, two possums fucking. Two, two like two cats fucking on auto tune. Yeah, nah, it's, it's like it's very rat, it's very rat sounding. If I could like, you can imagine a rat. Shit, that's probably what he would sound like to me. But it's a very much like take it or leave it type of voice. If you don't like it, you're not gonna like Smashing Pumpkins. And I, I don't know, I, I kind of like it personally. But um, sure. Yeah, it's. It's definitely one. It's like you got to get used to if you if you're gonna listen to him. Word. And uh, what about you, Daniel? What do you think of Billy Corgan's voice? Actually, there's a lot of songs that it really works for it mm-hmm. for like the music they do and shit. Like it, it's, and even like some of his like shit that I make fun of his like yo, yeah, you know, it yeah. really like jams it's with the music bad. and shit and. No. Really, when I listen to the Pumpkins, like it's apart from a few songs, I don't really listen to the lyrics. It's just like the compilation. <laughs> Mostly, it's like the musical like uh, exchanges they have because they they have some nice transition points and shit, and um, really tight percussion work. Um, they're they're overall really solid musically, but there are times where Corgan kind of irritates me. But overall, I just don't listen to him so. Now, uh, Ray, he sounds he sounds a bit different. You said right now, I haven't really heard any of their new stuff. But didn't you say he's trying to like? Uh... Well, um, I if I'm gonna give my opinion, my my opinion, I love I the voice of Billy Corgan <laughs> during this particular area, but his voice now sounds way more polished and like clean. If that makes any sense, like he doesn't have a lot of that raspy. It's now hey! instead of. Yeah, yeah. It actually sounds, <laughs> I guess, to the I guess word. to the more trained ear, it would sound better, but I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> you prefer that? I, yeah. I prefer the fucking off you enjoy the wall the abrasiveness. The, the abrasive, <laughs> out, the abrasive out of tune. Ray voice. doesn't like it. I, I kind of don't. You know? Abrace these nuts. Hey, Joe, what do you think about but Billy Corgan's so voice? Hard with my voice. I don't have a problem with his voice. I enjoy his voice at times. And like um, like he was saying right. about depending on the song, uh-huh. it can work really well with the structure or the tone. Um, I think I find his voice, the only time his voice does get to me is uh, perhaps on some of the slower tracks when he's trying to over emote. Uh-huh. At times, and it's like, and it's, and then he just tries, like, it just gets too squealy. Yeah. And so, but for the most part, like, I mean, there are a lot of songs that I think he does a really good job on. It's just when he tries to perhaps drag on a note or a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can, I can agree with that. I say, t- I say tonight, tonight's the worst one. He does it. Yeah. Uh, I was about to make fun of that track specifically. Thank you, Bryce. Pretty up. Popping on that. Up tonight. He's pretty far up his own ass at that point. Yeah. You know, before uh, we continue on to Gish, just a real quick, um, we did this with other bands like the Eagles and I'm pretty sure other ones I don't even remember that come to mind, but the Eagles is always the one that pops in my head. Uh, a uh, bit of a, when was the first time you heard the Pumpkins situation? Oh, word. 
That's been, dude. We haven't done this in a long time. Yeah, I know. That's Holy why. That's why. That's why. That's why Ray the Eagles is the only one that pops to, comes into mind. Yeah, same. Wasn't I think that's like the only one. Yeah, because like we didn't do like it on the Metallica show. Like, no, no, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Everything was just by January. Um, if I if I can uh, speak first for cool. Roland, um, I think there was a mutual <laughs> friend of ours who um, oh, was a huge Pumpkins oh, so fan. I, I I personally am a huge Pumpkins fan, but I'm not but one you to were like introduce the Pumpkins by him. Is no, no, I, I was not. I was not. I'll, I'll get into oh, that in just came, a second. Came together separately. Oh, okay. I, I'll get into that in just a second. But I'm I'm saying this for you because there was a mutual friend yeah. of ours who was a big fan of the Pumpkins or is a big pun- fan of the Pumpkins. Um, I'm not too sure how that goes now, but he Probably did so. kind of, uh, and he did this with the Pixies as well. He kind of forced. Um, those around Forced him. Horses, dick up your ass. Uh, yeah, well, it, it could have been that <sighs> like at some it was point. Only semi-consensual is what you're saying. <laughs> gotcha. And 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 Roland, I I know for you, like since you both had different types of musical taste, oh, he yeah. was always I mean, bombarding was... you with his and how his he was, was better. Was with my brother for the most part in high school, and so I was kind of like around. So he would try to. Like make me listen. This is really good music. You need to like, like, and so when I would d- disagree, he's he so torn up. <laughs> How do you not understand? This is, this is good. Like what I'm showing you, okay, man. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I could never see him as a person I who would was, just like accept your opinion as was as as is. But like yeah, he had to like say like this is opposite. good and why don't you understand this? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that for the most part that worked for him. Yeah. Uh, with like few exceptions, um, and I was usually one of the exceptions. Yeah. So, and and when so, was this? Uh, is like high school, Roland? Like yeah, this was high like through high school. Um, yeah. And I think us not too soon after. I forget if it was him or you that like I started. Um, or played played my first uh, foray or uh, into the the noise that is the Pixies, whatever. Uh, yeah. Wow, I think wow. it might have been him. And then like, and then like, <laughs> but I started not not Ray. uncalled for though necessarily. It was the delivery, not the <laughs> the yeah, premise. Okay. <laughs> and I, I feel if uh, there had been a situation where just, Roland could have memory lane, Ro- Roland me. could have eased his way into it on his own. Maybe he'd have a different opinion initially. Mm-hmm. But since someone oh, no, tried to actually, force now, it down, initially even like uh, um, uh, considering the Pixies, like I don't outright hate them anymore. <laughs> you know, like with these <laughs> with these guys too, uh, uh, in, in much the same. <laughs> But I wouldn't. This is this is the first time like I've ever listened to any full Pumpkins album. Like I've always no avoided. What I was telling Ray, so everybody and their mother fucking owned um, Melancholy and the fucking Infinite whatever this shit. <laughs> album. Infinite boohoo's <laughs> and the, yeah, and the Infinite Tears or whatever tissues. Um, in high school, right? Uh, it was horrible. I remember it so well. Well, um, uh, for, for me, I, I will say the first time I heard the pumpkins was at Bible camp. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Yeah. There was, a, there was, right. there was so a guy who was, there ahead. was a guy who was sharing the bunk, uh, in front of me. And the only two albums that he had with him more two CDs, let me just say, were Siamese dreams and, uh, Rage Against the Machine, Evil Empire. 
So and, was, was Siamese uh, Dreams the first album you listened to? Well, no, no, no. Well, yeah, that was the first one I kind of got a glimpse of. Like I heard a little Exposed bit of it. To it kind of got. Taste. It was pretty cool. But then when I went back home afterwards. As soon as I came home from like, Bible camp, I bought the cassette, double cassette. After of, I uh, masturbated, I went to Sam well, yeah, Brady. Yeah, exactly. Well, obviously, right. enjoyed the abuse and realized there's I, more of it. I went to Walmart yeah. and bought uh, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness because that just come out. So, okay, yeah, Walmart. Walmart, <laughs> Tender Boy of Thirteen, the Tender Boy of Thirteen, and mind you, like the one of the one of the song titles is called "Fuck You" and "Ode to No One," and the "Fuck You" was kind of blanked out. Oh, I actually wanted to like that one only because of the name, but it it sounded stupid, so I couldn't. <laughs> I, couldn't, I, couldn't pick it. I just had to skip. I was like, "All right, no, that's enough." Um, but I did like this one called "Silver Fuck," which is actually in second album that's right yeah yeah siamese siamese dreams yeah uh daniel uh what is uh your first entry into the pumpkins it was a uh, via mtv actually um i think it was the video for 1979 that i or tonight that i first saw and from there kind of a casual kind of uh relationship you know like all the hits or whatever that came on the radio and shit and they're all cool um but then the first album i kind of like really dove into was siamese dream actually um because i really like disarm so i was like oh let's see what the rest of this album is like and yeah and so to this day it's probably still my favorite uh pumpkin album Word. particularly of the the era that we're talking about right uh bryce what do you? What is uh, your entry into the Smashing Pumpkins? Well, kind of funny enough, how Roland said that every every uh, body and their mother had the album uh, "Melancholy Infant Sadness." My mother had that album, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> not not legit. She did, and uh, I, I don't really, honestly, I can't really. I don't know when it came out. I don't remember how old I was at the time, but I just remember she bought it. Because, you know, the fucking single, 1979. Really... She was dating Paul and he made her listen to it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, she, she liked that fucking 1979 song or whatever. And then she's like, she actually wanted to return it after she heard the rest of the album. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> uh I my, dad, uh my dad actually really yeah, liked the yeah, album. Yeah, what did the so... doctor, what did the good doctor have to say about it? No, my dad really uh, dug that album, so he, you know, she's like, "Well, here you can fucking keep it," and I kind of listen to it from them. But. Yeah, because it's 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 kind of funny, Bryce. Like the most I know about your dad is through proxy of Bobby. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's been in office for a while. Yeah, and she's just got she had so many great stories about your dad and shit, and I was like, man, kind of wish I knew this homie. Like he seems interesting. So yeah, right, well. So there's that, uh, I guess. Um, well, um, yeah, no, but, uh, so she, he would listen to the album a little and mostly like through the singles and like the shit, like Daniel was saying stuff that was on the radio is kind of how I got to know him. But I, I pretty much listened to that album, you know, back when, back and forwards or forwards. How much are, are you of a fan or would you say you, you would may humbly describe yourself, Bryce, like a, a near like fucking, uh, religious level, like Ray or like... no, I'm not a, I'm not a Ray level of Smashing Pumpkins, but <laughs> 
I do really like Smashing Pumpkins. I, I do really like the, as a guitarist, I like a lot of the stuff they do. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, I dig it. I have a kind of a different sound that I, I mean, well, maybe not so much now, but at the time they were different and I really dug them. And I, I like them quite a bit. And that's actually how I met Ray because he had a fucking, <laughs> he had a Siamese Dream uh, fucking uh, record. And I was like, oh, hey, you like Smashing Pumpkins? He was like, yeah. And I was like, I, like he, like he was. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he, yeah, he, he ever eloquent Ray. Yeah, he was already getting defense in defense mode, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck is it to you? <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> he just like he just he's just like cradling the vinyl. Yeah, I do like him. So what? <laughs> so the last I can use my discount. Your own, one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what what I choose is my choice. <laughs> so, so what if I used to be a little boy? <laughs> nah, man. But that's how I, that's how I uh, got into him was from that album. So, and but, uh, uh, I actually start, I, I never cool. heard, I had never heard Gish before I met Ray, and uh, so I checked it out, and actually it's. I, I was telling you, it was actually probably my favorite album by them so far. Word. All right, uh, Joe, uh, what is your first entry into the Smashing Pumpkins? Um, I know it was through um, MTV as well, and it was just because I would record um, when they would do like 120 minutes and stuff like that. Yeah. I would just record them. And uh, I can't remember which was the first one that I saw, but it was either Today or I think Shiva. Only has like the big ass hair. That's, <laughs> yeah, Siva. Siva, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they did a video for that. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and so it was It was kind of just part of a block of it, but I never really got into them until um, later on once Ray started listening to them and he had the uh, double so Ray, cassette. Like, you know, you. <laughs> Well, because I remember when I would go over there, like, you know, Ray and I always had pretty similar music taste, but I remember his friend being there and I was just like, Smash Pumpkins, Smash Pumpkins. And I was just like, oh. uh, he was he was a little too enthusiastic, but it kind of. <laughs> right. Maybe I think a we, standoffish. Yeah, we may be talking story. about the same person. <laughs> the madness that spreads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, but eventually I started, as they started putting out more singles and. Um, I started listening to more videos like that. Uh, I have the cassettes from Ray and just uh, made copies. <laughs> wow, Ray, you had the cassette tapes, man? Oh, I had the cassette of uh, Melancholy, Infinite, and Sadness. I ne- I've never owned wow. uh, Siamese Dreams or Gish until I bought them on vinyl recently. Oh, wow. So are you going to be like one of those super uber hipsters and like collect all the cassette tapes now? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, the, the cassette tape I had of Melancholy in the Infinite Sadness was uh, I lent it to a guy in high school and he never gave it back to me. And the reason he never gave it back to me because I think he burned it in a church fire. Nice. Because he said that... Um, that heathenism? Yeah, he, he, he said, said like Jesus it was... told him to do it? Yeah, Jesus probably, said yeah. no and set yeah. fire to the tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, he, he never gave it back to me, but he never had a reason why he never gave it back to me because I asked for it like almost and. every single day. And he said, oh, I'll bring it, every, I'll bring it, I'll bring it. And then he said like, the last time he said, he's like, well, I'll bring it at some point. And he said, 
Um, you know what's Jesus doesn't like bald heads. No, I know why. <laughs> you know right? what? It's I time know to burn why. Down church. <laughs> Jesus told me to start it with this tape because Billy Corgan is telling himself who has rebelled <laughs> against the cause, and his music is liberating because it's that whole like you know breaking out of that mind prison that the other reptilians have set up looks like through Christianity and other uh, holy shit. God damn it, Ray. You probably shouldn't have sent me down this hole. <laughs> oh, somebody dig him up out of it. I feel yes. like I'm so influential in the pumpkins and in reptilian lore. It's really crazy. Dude. Right. Okay. So the question I wanted to ask though about the pumpkins, so getting back there. to that, is uh, say within the last five years, when have you all like pick the pumpkins out and like listen to them whether intentionally or unintentionally accidentally because like my unintentional story is a lot of it's like going back to the whole like youtube holes i'll listen to some random shit and then somehow eventually it'll pop down to the pumpkins and then i was like okay cool i like track around and it's a fun experience but i don't really actively seek out the pumpkins to listen to well, if that makes sense. Daniel, but when they right, show just up, get, I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, let me just get let me just get this out of the way, right? And I'll let everyone answer because again, I'm very biased because I seek the Smashing Pumpkins on a regular basis, man. Like I listen to them almost every day. Okay. And um, I watch interviews with Billy Corgan and I can say for certain you I'm like, wow, he's an asshole, but I'll watch pumpkins. more interviews of Billy Corgan and oh, anything of the Smashing Pumpkins because I find first of all like during this particular era I think they're hilarious because they don't take themselves very seriously when they're doing interviews and shit like that and they're actually pretty funny. Hmm. My favorite interview with Billy Corgan is when he's trying to interview Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty funny. <laughs> and Nick Cave is just like giving him shit for asking stupid ass questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he just makes him like he just makes him look like he, like a child that's just like yeah. this, like been <laughs> yeah. put down and it's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. That's it's really embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I've seen some interesting interviews with Billy Corgan. Did you see? Did you ever see that one that he did at South by Southwest, Ray? Uh, was it South by Southwest? I don't I don't know. I mean, yeah, I've seen it was, it like it was South ones. by Southwest. But I just remember he was, you know, they were like, he was kind of being interviewed in front of a crowd or some shit. And he's, you know, he's talking about like how fucking music is not enough anymore. It's good. You got to have like all these different, like this media attached to it and shit. I don't know. He's like trying to transcend the genre of some bullshit. I don't know. But then like some guy in the audience is like, yeah, and like, y'all have any questions? And he's like, yeah, I have a question. And he's like, what's it like to be a husband or whatever? And then fucking Billy Corgan's like, fucking Billy Corgan is just like, shut up. Shut the fuck! I don't know, man. You know, this is funny. Man. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a, there's this. Um, I don't know if it's an interview, but there's a like a little story goes that go that goes on in YouTube where, uh, whenever James Hetfield met Billy Corgan, oh, that he was like this. saying like, oh, like that guy's Rock really dark or some shit like that. Or he's like saying Rock is dead. He's like, man, that guy's really dark. <laughs> and just announced Rock is dead, and then like turned around and walked away. Yeah, <laughs> he said that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I wasn't gonna bring that up because I thought it was bullshit. Mean, no, it's. I think that, that really did also because it sounds really it's, stupid. It's stupid. Like, it is stupid. That's the thing. Ray, I mean, like, when when do you think Billy Corgan's gonna come out with his first rap album? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, you, you think he would legit do that, man? To be honest well, like, with you, like I, I, and I told Green you, Green can do I, dubstep. I, I imagine. I, I told you this. Oh, Green Bay did dubstep. Yeah, I remember watching some weird ass video that I think it was like the video game conferences that they, they were like performing at, 
or awards and like it went into straight out dubstep. I was confused. I took pictures and well, <laughs> if sent them to if you're guys. gonna hear anything oh, by Green Day as of late, like their most recent album, I've heard the worst reviews ever from a band. Oh, it was uh, probably from that. Yeah, it's it's very recent. Like they just came out with a new album, and I yeah. I hear it's fucking atrocious. <laughs> I, I I like yeah. to joke with my sisters. I was like, "Look, they've been around. Like, you guys are all the same age, and they're still and they're still like they're still playing that shit." Like, which yeah, like I heard a single because my my godson's really into Green Day, and he played one of the new singles uh, last time I saw him, and it doesn't sound like them at all. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it sounds like a completely different band. It might have been that, <laughs> and that, that doesn't uh, mean it's good. So. Mm. I, I mean, mean you, you know, know whatever. whatever yeah like i guess and uh, if i back to the the oh yeah so so uh, billy corgan can do a rap album no I, if i if i had to ask him one question i would just want to know what is it like to be the third most famous person that courtney love has slept with <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good question to come from you because I'm, of, I'm just, I'm just... Um, apparently uh Siamese dreams is are all songs written about her well except for a few here and there but uh, really? but yeah allegedly yeah. allegedly allegedly geek usa oh wait no that's uh yeah no, i don't know about geek usa maybe or homer so uh, again, we're gonna go back to Gish, and we had started off in Gish, but and I again, I said that Billy Corgan said that this was a spir- album of spiritual ascension, according to him. And looking back on it, it's an album of uh, beautiful naivete. So, as persons, do you, know do you have any any uh, highlights for yourself for Gish? Any albums you like? Any albums you dislike? Go into that. Like, know anything about the? I guess the themes or the 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 subjects of the album. Just past like what he's talked about it being some whatever bullshit said. Sorry, talking about it. Okay. Well, I mean, do you have any uh, songs that you enjoyed, or maybe you just hated the whole album? And I'm gonna go with uh, Bryce first. Me. Do you want well, me to go, you, want, you want me to pick somebody oh, else oh, first to alleviate no, he, some he, of this? Yeah, uh, well, alleviate yeah. some of the pressure. <laughs> oh. No, I was like, okay. what, were you, what, what was the question? Any song? Because you said you you said albums that stand out. Are you talking? No, no, about no. I, I I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I may okay. have said that, but I, I misspoke. It is uh, okay. songs uh, that so- stand out in the album Gish for you. Uh, for Ooh. me, I, I like I like Window Pane. Um, I like Siva too. The one that I I didn't particularly care for was Bury Me, but um, I actually like Window Pane quite a bit. Thank you. 
you have a like a specific? Uh, so window pane's probably like your. You, I remember you telling me this earlier, that window pane was probably your favorite song on Gish. Yeah, um, I don't know. I just like the vibe of it quite a bit. Uh, the first, also, well, I am one. The opening song, I also like the drum beat, and you know that's uh, listening to that podcast you sent me a while back. They were talking about it. Um, you know, like the technicality of the drums on that fucking opening that mm-hmm. album is pretty is pretty awesome. So probably some of the best drum work like uh, is on the first uh, the first song. But uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, that. I, is that the one that's got like Gish is the album that he supposedly? Well, which I forget which name, which song it is, but is that the one that has like the he calls it a raga or some shit? Hmm. Which song is that? I don't recall. I, I think uh, you, you're the one that told me that, but I don't. I some of the times the lyrics that they escape me, so I don't really know what. Okay. Uh, one of the songs on on Gish, I, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how Billy Corgan says he claims it was a raga. And I was like, uh, I thought that was kind of funny, but I don't know. I think uh, you you did tell me about that, Bryce, and I I mentioned at some point that uh, that's the line from uh, "Rock the Casbah" from the Clash. Like that's uh, one of the first lines. Well, rock is it's like Indian. It's like a, it's kind of like a, like a yeah, traditional yeah, uh-huh, Indian uh-huh. Hindu song. But yeah. I didn't I didn't really hear that in the song. But I thought it was funny that he was claiming that's what he was calling. So I think it's rhinoceros. I could be wrong. Um, Okay, but uh, I just window pane. Rhinoceros makes I, sense, I, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just, it just it just reminded me a lot of when fucking George Harrison was like uh, trying to practice under that fucking uh, sitar player, and I was like, Oh, Robbie Shank is it Shankar? Yeah, Rob, yeah, yeah Robbie Shankar. But um, yeah, I would say Window Pane is probably my favorite track on that window album. Window Pane, okay. Yeah. Uh, so if uh, Window Pane is your f- favorite, I just want to read the liner notes from Window Pane. Um, it says coming down off the long trip now it's almost over people there is still one more vista to reach one last dive into the deep pistons start to sputter the wings start to sag nose points straight down the window to my heart is opened up to the lysergic acid and strychnine alchemy prize open now and what a crowbar cannot we are in the <laughs> we are in the ethers with drugs, no oxygen drugs. and ends fray and even pleasantries are over it's a rude what? conclusion to draw an awakening. A trip doesn't end; it just stops. That is what he well, describes. Where, are you, where, are you, where, where the drugs, fuck drugs, are you getting this shit? I'm where getting this from it? the liner notes that Billy Corgan wrote himself regarding the song. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> <laughs> could you, just, could you just, like pull this out of like, a little box could, that you have lying on the wall? Yeah, could yeah you, now, now I'm gonna have to say maybe. A, <laughs> I don't know, man. He's reading this fucking tattoo he's got on the back of his fucking calf. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Ray, are you reading your arm right now? Man? I am not. This is a a track uh, by track. Um, liner notes written by Billy Corgan about each song. And, 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 it's his belly, it in, thank you. Yeah. He writes it in with pen every day and then washes himself off and then does it again in the morning. You know, uh, Bryce, I, I told you I, when, I, when I sent you that uh, podcast regarding like each album of the Pumpkins, like as they read the liner notes too. And like I couldn't believe what I was listening to sometimes because uh, Billy Corgan, I'm like, this doesn't make any fucking it's sense. So great. You know, like, well, it's, it's, it's funny that you funny that in the liner notes, he mentions like LSD and shit, because, uh, I think they make fun of him on, the, or not, they kind of mentioned that on the, on the, uh, on that podcast you're showing me, they said like, he said something about one of the songs, like, well, I'm just glad that Billy Corgan got his, uh, 
He's got his LSD worth on this song or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, as far as your likes, you said window pane. Uh, what about you with Daniel? Is there any sort of highlights for you? And again, you can say multiple songs or no songs at all. That really? For this album, uh, most of it's kind of background noise apart from I Am One. I love that fucking song. Yeah, definitely. I've listened to it a bunch. Um, I like it overall, but I don't look pages of pages of lyrics too much. Um, except for I am one. That's where the whole package is uh, set for me, and I dig it. Okay, so so your uh, track to call out was I am one. It says uh, a statement of spiritual unity based on the gnosis of the Holy Trinity. Lyrically, God lyrically. Damn. St- <laughs> Lyrically stripped down. No, I'm sorry. Lyrically, lyrically stripped from an article I read on Bishop Desmond Tutu on first single reborn. Did he, did, did he use the word no? Yeah, he did. Okay, Here faster. Jack over the candlestick nimble. Yellow strat on the left. Black Les Paul on the right. Uh, full pan and unmistakable oh, dumb that. rattle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. From the venerable now closed Boo. Smart Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, just an amble down the road to the ominous state capital. Laws are made, laws are broken. Jeez. I am one, you are one. Infinite repeat. Ah, did you get all in one breath, Ray? <laughs> His liner notes Damn. are fucking ridiculous, man. I almost, uh, I wonder if like he was just on drugs specifically for the liner notes. Thank you for ruining that song for me. Oh, like you ruined it for Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> also one how, of the how, few how... songs that has a double guitar solo in it. That's right. Well, that's where that's where you get the yellow strat on the left, black Les Paul on the right. You know what I mean? Sort of an Iron Maiden type melody. Wait, uh, harmony going on. Yeah, yeah. So like when you block out Billy Corgan, you actually realize they can play pretty well. Oh yeah. It's just it's this difficult because it's yeah. hard to like. And and I and I will say this like uh, all all of the most I think I say most I'm gonna say maybe like ninety percent of the Walk. guitar tracks were all done by Billy Corgan. Because oh, uh, yeah. James James Eha couldn't like uh, I guess play that because he's studio. like a like a fucking perfectionist. Or yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so yeah, I remember you telling me that. So he actually fucking went in and then re-recorded everything like an asshole. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fucked up. Man. That's, that's, ex- so fucked that's up. exactly what he did. But wow. that is what uh, um, when they did Siamese Dreams, there was a lot of tension there because. I mean, James Eha knew he did this, and he also played the bass too. Oh, I was gonna say, so, did he? Like, did he, t- he, t- he did the bass oh, too. Did he? he did the bass as well. Yeah. Wow. How old was he, uh, Ray, when he came out? With some I'm, I know you know that. I think he was like twenty-three years old. Hmm. Okay, so all these liner notes are equivalent to like internet poetry that's com- coming out right now, essentially. No, 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 no. They, these were all re-released in two thousand eleven. So, like, he these were like maybe like written in two thousand ten. 
Oh, okay. I didn't know that. This is all him revisiting the songs and then saying all this Somehow shit. Somehow that makes it so much worse. Yeah, yeah it does yeah. make it worse yeah. because like yeah. you're just like, what the fuck is he saying? Like he's somehow. Some of these like, like, he's I'm, somehow I'm gonna say this like. He's got older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, who's Joe? Did we already say you? No, Joe. Uh, anything from Gish that you particularly enjoy? Um, it was never an album I really got into of theirs until. I guess more recently I'd listened to it a little bit more. Um, but, you know, the first three songs um, I always liked because, first off, um, yeah, I Am One, uh, Siva, or however you pronounce it. Yeah. Rhinoceros. Um, and Rhinoceros. That one I had always been familiar with. It was on, you know, other albums or Best of and things like that. Uh, Try named after like a jack Kerouac book yeah yeah that was that was good and because i've re-listened to all the albums recently when you first told me this episode so um i like that one and uh snail was okay so yeah yeah but that that album i never really got into as a as a whole right okay is uh rhinoceros the one where he has the recorder solo in it i don't think so there's one where he has like a flute or a quarter like going on at some point. Yeah. And I believe it's also the one that he refers to as a raga. Okay. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I don't have that information, but anyone who's listening, uh, check out Gish and find the raga song. <laughs> that would be good. One thing I did find interesting is that uh, Gish and Siamese Dreams were both produced by uh, Butch Pig. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which produced um, Nevermind and is uh, the guitar player for Garbage. Drummer for Garbage. Drummer? Drummer, drummer yeah, drummer. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, let's see. We, uh, who else hasn't given their best of? Roland, have you done this already? That was that was pretty much it. Like, I, I just threw that in there when Joe was talking about it. Like, I had, I like Tristessa and I am, one is okay. Um, but uh... <laughs> my favorite part of the album was when it ended. <laughs> wow, you like took the words right out of my mouth. Shit. Shit. And then he tricked you, and then there's an additional. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. With more. He's like my favorite. My favorite part of the album was listening to the sound of the CD, Joe. Right? 
<laughs> out the car and into the street. This is fucking shattered. It's, you know, a million pieces. Oh shit. Um, when the tape when the tape deck ate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I was uh like I mentioned before, I was fairly impressed with the guitar work, but only knowing like knowing like how much of a fucking like stickler the fuck Billy Kurgan was or um is for for, <laughs> Word. for how they play like kind of kind of shits on the whole whole thing well maybe a, a portion of it for me um i i did i did uh i did like a solo uh one, one of the yeah. things that uh butch vig men- mentions is that when he met billy corgan was that he was so obsessed with getting the right tones and like making everything record record everything like properly that he yeah. he's the same way so they kind of like uh just so, constantly they, they they went over budget well, on this album and stuff like that and they had like twenty thousand dollars to do this but it was one of the biggest sounding independent albums at the time because most of the time it was very straightforward um all the independent albums or all of the alternative albums at the time were uh recorded in such a short amount of time is that they spent like hours and days just on like a guitar tone what uh what what other albums were released by this label at the time what what label was this caroline records yeah what other albums were released at the time Mm, i don't know i should check that out let me see so uh this album actually came out in 1991 Okay. And it was re- and it was reissued in nine in 2011, which where you get all these like ridiculous liner notes. Mm. Uh, let me see here. Well, Ray, it's kind of funny. Like I, I think of this album too. He kind of since I don't know a lot of the guitar work he does. He kind of harkens back to a lot of like 60s style guitar, in my opinion, to some yeah. some degree. Like they they mentioned that st- yeah. like hip style stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say because I, I didn't really think about it, but I, I've never really noticed it before. But after listening to that podcast episode you sent me, there's a part in one of the songs where it sounds like American Woman a little bit. <laughs> right, right. And yeah. you know they get real they get real technical on the uh, on that podcast, but there's a certain chord he plays, and it's like it's it's that's a chord that Jimi Hendrix would use quite often. Right. And yeah. it, uh, I can't remember what song it is, but it's, yeah, it's like an E something. It's, it's some like... kind. Of, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like there's a lot of influences of that in there. Um, so I don't know what he was trying to go for on that album, but it, it, it I think like, I think ha- uh, what happened was is that uh, when he was making this album, was that he was just trying to like shove in all influences all at once. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. You know, and, and and the thing is, like most at the time, like most of the influences for independent bands were like punk bands and like fucking. Uh, I guess a lot of indie underground shit, but for Corgan, he didn't make any sort of apologies for the fact that he was into like metal and Mountain and ELO and fucking Cheap Trick and like all those fucking uh, I definitely, rock bands. Yeah, I definitely hear Mountain in there and, and maybe <clears throat> some ELO, but yeah, definitely like 60, 70 style guitars. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um,. Uh, I won't go any further with my opinion. I like the whole album, but I mean, there's a few that stand out. The first four are pretty good for yeah. me, and yeah. So I don't really need to get too deep into that. You're just gonna hear like fucking praises and shit. 
<laughs> so we're gonna get into Siamese Dreams next. And this album was released in 1993. Also produced by Butch Vig, who did uh, Gish. And this is kind of the album that catapulted the Pumpkins into popularity. I guess we'll start with uh, Joe. Any highlights off of uh, Siamese Dreams? Um. Yeah, I mean the the whole album is pretty is pretty decent. I mean there are a few songs every now and then that I just kind of tune out. Mm-hmm. Um, but today was probably the first one I heard because of the video, and then disarm. Uh, but I do remember you playing a lot of Cherub uh, Rock, yeah, and mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, I mean if it was on the so radio. that was that was definitely. Well, I don't remember hearing it on the radio. I just remember Ray. Playing those, playing those a lot, <laughs> uh, or putting them on like um, mix cassettes and shit. Like you, that. you know what I did is that like I was um, again uh, going back to the person who kind of shoved it in uh, Roland's face, David and Paul. They were huge Smashing Pumpkins fans, and the thing is, at some point they bought a DVD called Euphoria. And yeah, I remember that. We yeah, used to watch. Was... I I watched it all the fucking time. And they did have an acoustic cover of Cherubrock, which yeah, I would, that's, yeah. that's the first version. So you conditioned Joe to like it, essentially, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think this was the first time I've actually like. Ring a bell, Joe buys a vinyl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 something I would play on the on very regularly, and like even, um, I, I had to learn how to play the song and on the guitar, and I did it too. Most of the time, like it, it was just too. It was just like an overwhelming and thing. Forget it, Ray. You play guitar. You love him. Well, yeah. you know, you know, you know, he's really talented for a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, you know? <laughs> he is, man. And I've only been playing for two years. Whole, you know? I never heard the whole album until a few years ago when Ray bought the vinyl and we were living together. Right. And I realized I knew the majority of the album. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I never knew the whole album until Ray learned it all and would play it all. <laughs> yeah, 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 so Joe's first experience with punk is actually Ray playing it for him. And yeah, <laughs> just Joe, nobody else. Like Ray, side one, track one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he pauses every so often, like, really get into this vibe here on this guitar, right? Like, really listen to this part, all right? All right, now listen to it. <laughs> Just vibed to this, right? Yeah, just vibe right now, man. Come on, now. Ray. Uh, I've never. I don't think I've ever heard your Corgan voice. Can you do a little bit of that for us right now? Ah, uh, fuck you, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> no, yeah, Ray. Really let him in. Out. We don't even care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, 
just thinks he's just too afraid that he's gonna sound too much like him. Oh, I might. Yeah, I don't know. Him. I am the Corgan. I am the Corgan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I did like one of the B sides though a lot too. Uh, Pissant, I think. Yeah, yeah. That was off uh, of um, uh, what was that? It was off of Pisci- uh, Pisces Iscariot, sorry. Yeah, a friend of mine had that when I was in high school, and uh, she gave me a, she gave me that CD, and so uh, that was pretty good too. All right, uh, Bryce, what about you? Uh, Siamese Dreams, any highlights for you? Uh, a couple. Um, well, the whole album's great, honestly, but uh, I would probably say, uh, obviously, <laughs> Terrible. Oh shit. That's I got the cor- I got the Rona. Oh, sure. Yep. <laughs> well, I sneezed. I got the Rona. Affecting yeah. us through the fucking airways. No, yeah. no. <laughs> good, nah. good podcast, guys. Bye. <laughs> yeah, of course, fucking Cherub Brock. I love that one. Um, I like Geek USA. And I would also say Mayonnaise, too. Those are probably my, my three favorite songs on that whole album. A bit of trivia on uh, the song Mayonnaise, um, that the reason it's titled Mayonnaise is because Corgan opened his fridge and saw Mayonnaise and then titled the song Mayonnaise. Oh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, are those in, are those in your liner notes, too? That is, in, that, is, that, is in, that is in the liner notes as well. <laughs> But did he did he say it in like some Ginsbergian type way? Well, okay. Shit? You want like, me to read the liner notes? I'll read them for you here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, mayonnaise. In 1997, I was sitting in my apartment, broke, hopeless, <laughs> yeah. reading Time Magazine. I love Time Magazine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't say like, but um, there's many. Uh, hold on, let me just read the liner notes here. It says in Japan, Master I hear you highbrow, motherfuckers. In Japan, I hear the scratchy sound, a hum along. The words come easy at first, and then a blank is drawn. I can go no further. Endless drum takes, thousands are played, none satisfy. The tape is spliced so many times it begins to disintegrate. My mother appears at the refrain. What is she doing here? Weeping missing years? Who are these people that populate the nothing world? Hope abounds in what had gone missing, but why? That is the liner notes, but this happens to do with something completely different as far as the title in. He just went to one of those Japanese mayonnaise bars, man. That's the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that's just real. Have you heard of that, Ray? No, I've never heard of that. They Is have that like real? they have look that up. Yes, they have a restaurant that's like dedicated. Everything has mayonnaise. They have a mayonnaise milkshake. It's a fucking bar. Yeah. It's like a restaurant. A in Japan mayonnaise milkshake. Like to- yeah, look it up. It's, they do go pretty pretty crazy for the spicy mayo. 
Yeah. The rest of that, but that sounds. Yeah. That sounds well, like at... something something fucking ridiculous uh, the Japanese would would do. Not yeah, they have they have a whole restaurant. They have a whole restaurant fucking based on mayonnaise, man. But anyways, when you said when you said Japan, I was like, oh, and they yeah, just that's, play that's the song on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's for the ambiance. Okay, so uh, Daniel, any highlights for you on mayonnaise? I'm sorry, I'm fucking mayonnaise. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Siamese um, dreams. Siamese mayonnaise. Yes. Um, Mayonnaise dreams. Yeah, mayonnaise dreams. Sorry. Um, actually, uh, really, the first one I wanted to call out is Silver Fuck because uh, it has fuck in the title. That's a that's a great boon for it. But I love the fucking just very raw guitar work that Corgan employs, and then mm. the the bongo-y, uh percussion in the first like minute or so is fucking fuck. awesome. Boy is a fun track, even though it's just like I feel like that. That's the one track where I was like looking at the lyrics today. I was like, man, these guys are just fucking trying to be like Bob Dylan esque like writers. Like fuck that. I've already like heard Desolation Row. Like <laughs> fuck you guys. Um, Space Space Boy is apparently about his, um, I think, autistic little brother. Oh really? Yeah. And as far as the liner notes is concerned, it says, My little brother was born not right. The doctors advised that he would be put in a state home to be raised without love or a family. And he will will be a burden upon you, a miracle we shall keep. He is an astronaut, a wandering soul. When he goes out into the deep space, he may never come back. But he is not an innocent. He is not oblivious. He He does see he is no longer a child. That's what the liner notes say about Space Boy. Nah, it's totally not about his brother. <laughs> nah. I don't believe it nah. for a second. Nah. Or like um, the butcher. But apart from that, uh, I love Disarm. Um, All right. Yeah, I actually like that too. It's a yeah. it's a pretty can't, ass song, man. Can't go wrong with it, man. Um, as far yeah. as like, uh, yeah, it's me. As far as. Uh, yeah, what uh, was with the fucking '90s and all the the fucking the. The string quartets and shit. Like you got your you got your Bush man doing that too. <laughs> Sixteen Stone. It's yeah, a sweet symphony. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you just did you just finish watching Cruel Intentions, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know my masturbation routine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay uh, nothing, and they will like it because they're already millionaires. What about you, uh, Roland? Uh, me, uh, Roland. I... Yes, you, Roland. <laughs> me, Roland. Me like beans. <laughs> me smashing pumpkins. Talk, me like okay. <laughs> uh, me, yeah, Mongo. So, 
<laughs> Basically. Yeah. Uh, Except Mongo's way less bitchy. Yeah, Mongo don't work. We're good like me. <laughs> uh, Anything so, from Siamese Dreams that you found a highlight or things you didn't like? Um, I liked this album better than Gish, only because I think they just started to... Uh, I don't know, coalesce better tempo yeah like it was this one seemed like a bit more well put together and less like uh less like bong bong and like yeah the jam band jam band yeah, style exactly. uh, and so i liked silver fuck a lot um geek usa was 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 okay i think hummer, i picked i forgot why i picked hummer maybe it had something to do with the name <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Actually, like, Hummer mm, is a badass track. Hummer. I forgot to add that to my list, actually. I think. But yeah. I'd you like know, when I was. Yeah, when I heard that fucking title, I was like, mm, I wonder if that's what he was thinking about when he wrote Yeah. <laughs> when, he was, when he was writing it. Yeah. Well, I, I do. Yeah, what's your line notes? Yeah, what's your line notes on that? Yeah, Ray, you, Ray, you, Ray, you, Ray, you, Ray, Ray, you written by you, man? No, Hummer not. was Bible about Corgan. a H1 Hummer that Billy Corgan <laughs> saw driving by one day. It's it's not it's not as it's only he's only driving Prius. No, Corgan saw him, but he was in his Prius, and he was like, "That's not right." So it's actually a nature song. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. This is gonna be. This might be pretty lame. I but think Hummer and Irony. This time he would have been like more in like a peachy cruiser. <laughs> oh a shit! A cruiser, yeah. you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I could definitely see him driving around. Okay, so the liner notes for Hummer. Here um, we go. The first time we played this song oh, at rehearsal, I got a skull crushing headache from playing the opening figure for thirty minutes straight. But we couldn't stop. That same entranced, menacing Eastern yada yada over and again, over and again, a hum de plume in honor of the major keyed faith. Hum All those Catholic dreams that <laughs> one has introverted growing up in those bleak post-industrial burbs. It's a beautiful what? song yeah. that in its totality lends a message that is hard to convey. But bigger than its original it. intention to be yourself, you must live your life. To live your life, you must be free. 
and get all the blowjobs. Dude, it's good those are the liner notes because if this was an interview, they would not I be able to hear so. him for how I far think... up his ass his head is. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Holy shit. It's really think, hard for me to talk about the I, I think he meant skull fucking like, headache, man. <laughs> it's, but he's trying to jerk himself off from the back or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's doing this. He's, he's giving him a suffering around. He's giving him a suffering around for like 30 minutes. He's giving him a suffering around. Yeah, he's, he's jerking himself off. Uh, from yeah. inside his own ass, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I told God you, Billy it. Corgan is an he's asshole. He's so far up his own ass, he's coming out of his dick, man. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and reaching back, reaching down, and like squeezing his balls. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, who did I not ask yet? And now you didn't uh, ask yourself. Did I not ask you myself? You didn't. Or? I'm just gonna say my my favorite off of this is uh, fucking Geek USA and Soma. I say Geek USA because it has a lot of dynamics within the plane and stuff. It has nothing to do with the lyrics necessarily. The lyrics are kind of like nonsense. The lyrics are trash for that. Yeah, they're, they're nonsense. Yeah. All like most punk tracks, actually. Uh, well, Ray, I, you, are you coming at it from a musical fucking perspective? Yeah, like, yeah. Instrumental I, perspective? I, no, yeah. That, I am. A lot of my shit perspective I mean, is, is based on that because, like, you know, you play guitar, I play guitar, but. Well, yeah, a lot of the lyrics from Smash Pumpkins, I mean, sometimes they're just horse tra- They're just horse shit, man. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Some just sometimes? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. I mean. No, I, I do like a lot of Corgan's lyrics, man. But I respect him more as an as a guitarist because I like the shit he did. Yeah. Personally, that's just I what I like. I say he's got a technical skill. I personally think uh, Geek USA, like, as it's a, it's a long song. It's an epic song, I think. It's got so many different parts to it that that is my favorite song on Siamese Dreams is Geek USA. Lover, lover, let's pretend we're born as innocents cast into the world with apple eyes. What the fuck, Ray? Defend that. That is the the first stanza for the song you're fucking promoting right now. Come on. And and I I will say this. Uh, Daniel. And I think I said specifically that it's musically that I feel that this uh, song. Daniel, Daniel, please. He's talking about Apple Eyes. He's obviously talking about the plight of the galaxy. It's a lyrical dumpster fire, but it's instrumental. Oh, no. He met somniferous almond eyes like tools talking. 
talking about. <laughs> oh, it's Batch of the Greys. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Um, why did you why did you pick Soma? Daniel, he's talking about Soma, the I, Apple Farmers. Soma, I say the same thing. <laughs> um, musically, yeah, what about Soma, yo? Musically, I just think it's very interesting and I like it a lot. I like the little the solo that comes towards the end and I like the little riff that comes at the very beginning of the song. I was going to pick Soma solely on uh, all this Huxley, but Oh, nice. Uh man, guys, Corona's got me all paranoid looking out my front door like Fucking John Leguizamo and Spun. Nah, dude. <laughs> nah, dude. That I thought you were gonna say John. I thought, I thought you were gonna say John Leguizamo and fucking the Pest. Nah, it's Spun, man. It's Spun, in dude. Spawn. He's like, oh, look in, out the fucking in, window. In Spun, as no, as Spun. Spun. No, Spun. The movie Spun. S P U N. Fucking. Obviously. When's the last time you saw that? Apparently, Corgan says the song Soma is based on the idea that a lover relationship is almost the same as opium. It slowly puts you to sleep. It soothes you and gives you the illusion of sureness and security. No, he's talking about after he comes, man. He's going to fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Oh, man. Can you imagine Corgan coming? <laughs> and it was inspired by his ex Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never wanted. Sounds like another single. <laughs> All right. So I guess we're moving. I guess we're moving on to. I guess we're moving on to melancholy and the infinite sadness now. I thought. What about Speaking of tonight? Pisces. Period. Uh, Pisces Iscariot is a B-side Man, my favorite fucking uh, like oh. vine out there, or whatever, is the like how the Smashing Pumpkins or how Billy Corgan enjoys roller coasters, and so they show this fucking roller coaster going down, and they just go like the wee, and then it cuts off. It's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's just hoping that it's going to crash. That's the problem. And he's sad because every time he goes back up, he's like, oh, right. still alive. And that's the infinite sadness. Yep. Aw. Wow. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> I mean, the Founders Brewing Company has provided my excuse. What's up with you guys? <laughs> uh, Natty Light Seltzer. I want a good excuse. Like You're still working on that second beer there? No, I already mm. finished it. I already finished it. Yeah. I finished my J&B, and now I'm on to my Buffalo Trace uh, fucking Tennessee whiskey, man. So Nice. Getting drunk. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm gonna drink this Corona away, guys. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> I love you, Bryce. Yeah. Yeah. Pour some Corona yeah. on that Corona. We'll burn out Pour some this. Corona on me. <laughs> okay, so uh, the next album we're gonna talk about is Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. <sighs> and um, Bryce, I know we've talked about this plenty of times. Um, I don't know if you want to go. Highlights for you on the first portion of this. This is a double album that came out like 1995, 96. Um, again, cassette 95. 95, a cassette I did own. Uh, I own the CD now. 
and um, I I've ho- I've owned it for like more than twenty years now. So, Bryce, do you Ooh. own any of these yeah. albums, like physically? Yes, I. Yes, I do. Well, <laughs> just this one, honestly. Uh, I I do want to get the fucking uh, vinyl of the other two. Uh, we actually have them at work, but uh, you know. Uh, looking at the album title, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness, I'm like, I, Melancholy, I can only think of like a fucking Border Collie wearing like a watermelon suit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know, Bryce, uh, speaking of the title of the album, um, like as far as I'm aware that Corgan names all these albums as jokes. So you and think that's what it is? Like no, no. What like like uh, watermelon uh, dog? Well, no, no. What it shows them like uh, there's an interview where they're doing like an MTV um, kind of first look when they're shooting the video for Bullet with Butterfly Wings, and yeah. they're making fun of the fact that he named them like like excessively more sad as he went along. <laughs> Oh, like he did it intentionally right. as a joke. With deep broody Billy Corgan and his compatriots recently at a video shoot for a track called The Bullet with Butterfly Wings, they were anything but pretentious. See for yourself. Ready for my close-up. James just wants to be a star. You can tell by the blue eyeshadow. Imagine this scene. Uh, the name of the album's Gish. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the album Siamese Dream. Maybe that was melancholy and infinite sadness. It was like, I call it the bad pun game. It couldn't be any worse than the name of the band. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness it is, a 28-track double album that should keep Smashing Pumpkins fans busy for quite a while. Double album is totally a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and that was what really appealed to us because, you know, if we die in that Leonard Skinner plane crash, you know, at least we've got this. Easy, all right? After we've finished every album, kids come up to me and say, I've got all of your material. When are you going to make a new album? So maybe this will shut them up. We recorded it in about the same amount of time that we did the last record, and we had to do twice as many songs. We wrote somewhere between 40 and 60 songs. And um, how do we cut them down? Or cheesy. Just write about my life. What's left of it? That's why the next album will be like an EP. Why did you choose Bullet for the first video? The record company did a survey of a, uh, Kmart shoppers between 30 and 40, and this is the song they came up with. This is the Blue Light special. Right. And then uh, Dar- uh, Darcy, which is the basi- the Darcy, which is the basis, says uh, um, the the name of the album can't be worse than the name of the band. And of course, it, again, it's just an ongoing joke about the names of these fucking bands. All right. Okay. What do you want? What, what are you asking? Oh, that's what you're asking me about. I'm no. I'm asking what? you for your highlights of the fucking album. Like, what do you think? From the first. Uh, from the first. From the first TV? half of the album, yeah. And then you can go do the second half if you Ooh. like. Well, Ray, I've talked about this a hundred times. You know what my favorite fucking song is on that? It's a Here Is No Way? Yeah, it's my favorite one.
you know, straight up fucking A7 forward, like, just, I don't know. It's something about the song. It, 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 and the thing is, the production on this, this album, it's ramped up to like a fucking hundred. He must have layered like fucking 40 guitars on this fucking oh, track. Oh, yeah, for sure. Recording yeah. it, but... I mean, yeah, this is what happens when you give somebody who's a fucking egomaniac like millions of dollars to make a fucking <laughs> album. Well, he, he also changed producers on this one. He yeah. switched from Butch Vig um, to Flood. Bitch, Butch Vig to Flood and Alan Mulder. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, he must have layered like, you know, tens of fucking guitars and shit. Like, I don't know. It, it just he probably had like an uh, excessive amount of money to f- and time. To fucking make well, this album, you know, and they, they apparently they were making the album in different rooms. Like everyone was recording something in a different room. Well, I, I told Jerry too. Like I equate this album to like if it was the Beatles, this would be like the Sgt. Pepper's. Like hmm. in my opinion, I don't know. In a way, they, they, uh, yeah, he's got a lot of money to make this fucking album. Okay, well, like here's the wise my favorite. You know that. Yeah. Uh, from that one to Jelly Bellies, I love Jelly Belly. Uh, in Porcelain of the Vast Oceans is probably my favorite. I fucking I. No, two I two separate like parts. The first part and the second part from Dawn to Dusk and from Twilight to Starlight. Oh my God! Goddamn, Marie, you had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he sure did. I did, yeah. Uh, least liked song in this fucking CD tonight tonight. I can't fucking stand it. Everyone loved tonight tonight. I, I just no. uh, I can't stand a fucking song, man. I'm sorry, dude. Even the music video is so pretentious, man. It's like he's he dressed like a Victorian fucking gentleman, and he's like, Natural. I don't know what that was going on. Anyways, <laughs> top hat and bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Corgan. Anyways. Yeah, he's like in hot air balloons and yeah. Or something. Look at it's the like moon. That. It's no, a base, no. and we'll he's fire a rocket at it. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. It's like that. They're standing on fucking yeah. clouds. From that like old silent. French film they stole yeah, the shit from because they're not original shit. for a good idea. Fuck yeah, them trip, now. Yeah, trips to the moon. Fucking silent era shit. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Well, fuck them. Yeah. You, you know. You fuck, know the man. music video was off of uh, an old like 1920s it's pretty much a rip off of the old 1920s yeah. movie here. yeah yeah Trip yeah. to the moon yeah it's makes it infinitely worse we're gonna steal their shit <laughs> and <laughs> use it for our videos sorry like tonight tonight well I'm gonna go back to that shit man the only reason I didn't like it is also too because it's like the fucking chorus is drop D. So like any ass okay, hold on, oh, I'm going technical guitar shit. Ray, I'm sorry man. But I gotta do this. Huh? Yeah. What? Well, you know, it's so like everybody knew how to play that fucking song. So everyone's like, ooh, I'm playing tonight tonight. Like fucking guitar. So, yeah, alright, I'm sorry. Anyways. I don't know. What what string flying <laughs> axe? I'm sorry, but anyways. So, I know a lot of people that play this. That wasn't that wasn't hold on. In high school, Ray, when you would bring your guitar in, what song was would you get asked to play the most by random people? La Bamba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you, oh, you, you, oh, hold on, hold on. Other song? Hold on, Joe. It, it, had, had nothing, it, it, it had nothing. No, no, no one asked break, for Smashing man. Pumpkins. No one asked for Smashing Pumpkins, dude. It was always Creed, too. <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Texas Tornado. No, fuck. Freddie, 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 Freddie. <laughs> every, everyone was asking me. Every, everyone was asking me to play like fucking uh, 
uh, Roy Orbison songs or some shit. Nobody asked for that shit, man. It was always yeah. La Bamba or fucking what is, Creed. What is it with Texas and Roy Orbison? He, he was from here, right? Yeah, he was. I, I don't know. I don't know. Roy Orbison? I don't think so, man. No. No, he's not from here. He's from Texas, though. Maybe. I, I, I don't know that for a fact, I, I so I can't know. say for sure. Roy Orbison is like, anyways, fucking sidetrack. If he ain't from the valley, he's a foreigner. That's right. <laughs> and we don't like them foreigners. Yeah. He's from Corpus Christi. Fuck that. Well, <laughs> way north. From uh, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Oh, see really? Oh, might as well be Iraq then. You yeah, know. that's right. <laughs> might as well be with that ISIS and shit. Thinking of the shit. Texas tornadoes. Yeah. Tennessee, you mean sin I see. Let's <laughs> bomb them. Anyways, uh, here's why it's my favorite and fucking uh, Jelly Belly. Um, Portland the Vast Oceans too, man. I know Ray. Hold on, I, I'm gonna call yours out. <laughs> Is that okay? Go ahead. Yeah, Cupid a lock. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? Probably fuck you. I know to no one. That's probably your other favorite. No. No. Oh shit! No. Galapagos. No. It's Galapagos. It's uh, Lily, my one and only. Lily? Yeah. <clears throat> That's not even on Melancholy, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyway. And, I know. And, uh, and <laughs> I know. hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I know Cupid locks your fucking... Here, here is no Y and zero. Oh, you like uh, here is no Y? Yeah. Oh, I do. Ray, uh, yeah. are you cool. down to snuggle later tonight? <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm down to get some fucking uh, Corona. Depends. Rice. It depends on who's gonna be the big spoon and the little spoon. Mm. Raise always a little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> so you were close. You were close, Bryce. Uh, but I also do like thirty-three as well. Ray, should we tell them that we're trying? Quit to learn talking about the second half. Ray, are we trying? Are we, should we tell him we're trying to learn "Here's the Why" on acoustic? Well, we don't have to try and tell him. I already know how to play the song. Why? I, I, well, I know some of it, you asshole, but I'm not. <laughs> wow. Well, look, let me just say, let me just say this. Let me just say this. All right, uh, to anyone uh, listening, we're, me and Bryce are actually going to record a cover of acoustic cover of "Here Is No Why" and put tag it onto the Patreon. At the, at you guys the, are so cute. Yeah, yeah we are. So are we sweet. Gonna, oh, yeah, are you going to do this after your... But are we going to have to do that? Are you going to be docking at the same time? Right. Well, you can't We're play guitar that way. It. Well, it's got to be... <laughs> so, yeah, like, you can. Does that mean... It depends so... on how long... It depends on how long... No, he's not saying is. no. That's what he's saying. No, what, 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 I'm, what I'm saying no. is like I don't have like a it, fucking Ray, like 18-inch dick to go past my guitar and dock with Bryce on his... Well, you may not. You may not, Ray, but I'll compensate for the rest of them. My 24 make up for the rest of it. Uh, I say. I do declare. Well, Ray, it's going to, Ray, it's going to have to. Ray, it's going to, it's going to have to be, it's going to have to be me docking into you, man. Oh, Lordy. I'm circumcised, man. I don't know about you, man. But anyways, Ray, Ray, Ray didn't get snipped. <laughs> well, uh, almost. Well, I'm. Uh, dude, declare he's planted a flag. 
It's the airlock secure. <laughs> Don't worry, Bryce. I'll suffocate you with my foreskin. All right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so does yeah, that mean I'm be humane? It'll does be quick and painless, Bryce. Don't worry. No, but hold on. Hold, does that mean I'm penetrating you, Ray? Well, I don't know. Ray, yeah, Ray would be a Essentially, yeah. If you're yeah. if you're docking in the foreskin, yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll uh yeah. I'll, I'll make Ray, it warm Ray for you, Bryce. Ray would be the uh <laughs> So when do you clap anytime, Ray? <laughs> Ray, try to get that smegma out, man. Hey, hey, my my, my dick is spotless, all right? All right. Yeah, for all the jerking you do, man. Hey, uh <laughs> <laughs> Never so mind you, uh, the scabs. Yeah. yeah. No, but seriously, Ray, <laughs> we're we're off. Raw. how are we gonna do this, Ray? Are we gonna fucking have to remote in record and shit or what? How are we gonna do this? For what? The recording? Yeah, how are we gonna do that shit? No man, Since bitch, I'll, I'll stop by after after uh work and we'll get this done real quick. Alright. Well you're a little bitch, man. You're, you're afraid of the virus, man. So. Well I did no no, it's it's called gas. I don't wanna spend more on gas. <laughs> to go oh. as far as I need to. If I'm over there, we'll get it done. But the price of gas is going down, baby. It's cheap as it shit is. right now, dude. Calm down, jobless. <laughs> <laughs> jobless carless silence. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Daniel, what's your favorite highlight? What are your highlights and dislikes from Melancholy and Infinite Sadness? Actually, Muzzle is one of my favorite tracks. Um... Actually, that's on the first album, so that's good. Okay. Yeah, first and uh, I mean, you can talk about you. both. It's a wrong. great track. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah, but I thought you were gonna want to save that second. No, no, half. no, no. It's fine. Oh well, fuck you then. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, but fuck it, whatever. Uh, here's no lies. Awesome. Zero is a fucking favorite. Uh, and second album, uh, XYU is awesome. Well, that's uh, not on. Oh, hold on. That's not on Melancholy, though. No, Ray said he didn't give a fuck. No, XYU is on Melancholy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's on the second no, album. Oh, but you, you, you asshole, you told me to separate you with me. Joe just cried about that just we, now. Yeah, we, we did, but I mean, we, we can go back. I mean, when, whenever oh, we you, ever like you, followed the rules on this fucking podcast. Ray, never. Fucking never. Pick, uh, Ray, so can I continue my little special? Yeah, we'll go back to you, Bryce. No, we'll go back to you, Bryce. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. You have permission. Right, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daniel, continue, please. Uh, 33 is amazing. God damn it. <sighs> um, and Bodies is dope. Right on. But apart from that, go on you with your little bitches crying about, like, Ray changed the rules last second, so that's your fault, Dan. Fuck you guys. <laughs> no one's complaining. I was just confused. Fuck, fuck you, Dan. 
Uh, Roland. No, because uh, Roland, you're next. Uh, what are your highlights, dislikes uh, from this I particular like album? Ended. Yeah, so they could. I like when CD one ended and CD two ended. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, exactly. It was great fuck, when uh, long I heard the album. actually the last note of the album was when I threw it in the trash. It's, it's and that a was lot the best of it's one. a lot of shit to take in all at once. I'll say that. Yeah, well, like, let me just say this right off the bat, Roland, is that I gave you almost a month. Oh yeah. To to listen <laughs> yeah. to this fucking shit, but almost it was over a month. Where and I, I and and, and yesterday, and yesterday, yesterday, yeah, yesterday. The are okay. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, not yesterday. Almost like four hours from recording time, he says, Whoa, yeah. "Are we are are we are we, are we only talking yeah. about goosh?" <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker listens to these albums right then and there. I was like, oh I was trying to think of goosh. Fucking goosh. albums. And so, yeah, that was the easiest one to go with. Yeah. Right before we recorded the Sin Quest episode, which was like 50 minutes long. Uh, <laughs> this is what I feel like listening Roman's to. Roman's like, uh, I've almost finished listening to Melancholy. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Roland. Day up, buddy. I, I am not up. a. I wanted to keep it fresh in my mind, guys. All right. So uh-huh. that's why I was like, all right, let me listen yeah, to this. Yeah, defend it however you like, bitch. Oh, well, I mean. And you just half-ass, did. So. Half ass defend. Half ass. Uh, it's a. Uh, okay, so Roland, I'm, continue. I'm hurt. Like, hurt. <laughs> what highlights uh, or dislikes do you have from Melancholy? Like yeah, so what'd you learn? You last like five hours right. of listening to the pumpkins, man. <laughs> Uh, that I mean, for the most part, I still don't like them. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like so me saying that I was impressed with the guitar work was just like me coming from the, the point of of a perspective. I don't, I'm not a fan really of guys at all. But I was mostly curious to hear what uh, but why what the group had to say. Yeah, Whoa. why? Uh, I mean, like for the things you guys have already mentioned, like his voice is trash. Uh, the fucking yeah, but like the about- lyrics are. Are sometimes interesting, but mostly like but the music intentionally nonsensical. The instrumentals what, are awesome, um, man. Oh, what about all like? Didn't they come out like a more electronic album? Right? Yeah. Uh, that's called the door. Yeah, you didn't like that Just, one. I mean, <laughs> well, Amy, he wasn't gonna listen to that one if I didn't tell him. Oh, to. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me wow, Ray. For the most part. <laughs> uh, I'm maybe they get better. Oh, like I started out control the right there, man. To, don't listen to any of Swan. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that one I know about. Nah. The, yeah. So this unless, one, unless it's the track off of uh, fucking Spun, uh, Spun, oh. Spun. The movie we just oh, talked about earlier. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. Right. Not the track off of Watchmen. Fuck. Uh, no, but hey. Can I can I ask you a, can I ask you a question, uh, Roland? Like, did you like those tracks that ca- that came out with Batman and Robin and uh, Watchmen? <laughs> Ooh, Batman yeah, and sure. Robin. Oh, I mean Watchmen. Well, it's so the same cool. one, but slower. But it's two different tracks. So yeah, I know. Don't they have like just person? They didn't technically release it with the Watchmen. Though. They didn't. No, no. No, it was, it was just, just for that like, trailer, and they had to like fucking yeah. pull it for some reason. Oh, did they? Yeah. I remember that one. Uh, Ray, you probably know. You know everything about Smash Bros. What was the reason that they had to fucking pull that? Um, I think from my from my understanding that they they reached it was, just, it was just like a disagree, disagreement money. about the the movie itself or the the soundtrack, so they just like pulled it. 
Like it wasn't yeah, like anything Billy spectacular. Billy Corgan needed more money. Well, I <laughs> let, let me just say this: is that that track is actually <laughs> at the very end of Batman and Robin soundtrack. Hey, that yeah. hair club for men ain't cheap. <laughs> uh, nice. So it's a, it was a re-release. Like they they That's that first song came that last song came out in the, the it was the last track in Batman and Robin soundtrack. So like it wasn't anything oh, new. Really? Yeah, it wasn't anything new. I remember the trailer being released just that song. What was that? You didn't write it just for the movie? Fuck. No, no. Like <laughs> the big, the the original Batman and Robin soundtrack, the faster version of that song came out as a single, but that slower version that came out in Watchmen was at the end of Batman and Robin soundtrack. Yeah, it was a more slower electronic yeah. version. I remember that. And they released because it, it was the, the beginning is the end, yeah. beginning, and then the, the end is the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And they had it. They had it for the trailer. Lame. Regardless, uh, oh yeah, like Roland. was cool too. And Do you have any sort of again highlights or dislikes, or you hate the old album from Melancholy? Um, so most of it, <laughs> most of it does. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like most of it sounds like no, sound like noise to me compared to uh, Pisces Iscariot and um, uh, fucking Siamese Dreams. Dreams. Mm. Uh, so I kind of think this album was a step down from from the other previous. Um, Gish was 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 better than this one. So, <laughs> I, I, I have, out of the four of these, I think I'd have to put uh, out of the four ones. He's talking. He's talking about Pisces Iscariot for some reason. He listened to that one as well. So, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Like, well, like I said, it was on the list. So, was, it was not. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, Whatever. I was in the same chat, Roland. It was not, buddy. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I and several of this, times this I clarified because I was like, I even own. asked Ray about a door, uh, and Ray's like, I'm no, because it's a different era. We're gonna do Gish. Yeah. <laughs> On a side oh, note, you what, suck. what era was a door in? Because that was like the last one with the original. No, no. Well, was well, it? no, no. It wasn't because Jimmy Chamberlain was not there. On a door. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then uh, with Machina and Machina Two, um, Darcy was not there. Jimmy did come back, but Darcy wasn't there. So like there was a whole lineup change after the fact. After Melancholy, like everything changed as far as like the lineup. So that's a different era as far as I'm concerned with Smashing Pumpkins. Well, because apparently you dictated all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now. Oh, was Swan <laughs> the one where he had the full female lineup? The no, that was like a solo thing. I think you're referring to. Yeah, he had he had a, fem- he had a whole female lineup. I think that was uh, the Future Embrace, which was his solo album. Oh, okay. <laughs> which was, I think, after Swan. Yeah. There yeah. You go. All right. Look, look, guys. I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've gathered this from me talking. Is that I know a lot about Smashing Pumpkins and Billy Corgan. Oh, really? Oh. What? <laughs> Shocker! I know. Shocker. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, Joe. I hear, I hear tell you have a Billy Corgan tattoo right on your back, man. It's, it's on my ass cheek. No, it's a tumor. All right. It's a tumor. <laughs> 
How dare you wish cancer upon me, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's a tumor in the shape of his the face. The tattoo is shaped around the tumor, so it makes it look like Billy Corgan's head oh. on the shape of a solo album. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, Ray, Ray, I have a good authority. Ray, I have a good authority that you have Billy Corgan's face tattooed around your dick. Makes like he's sucking it. <laughs> uh, name your source, bro. Name your source. All right, everyone. Uh, yeah, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, did you uh, give your uh, melancholy? Yeah, the dology get Ray doesn't buy confidence. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. 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 <laughs> Joe, um, go ahead. Off, off the first album, uh, Jelly Belly. Here's no why to forgive. And uh, Cupid to Lock were some of my favorite ones uh, due to the change in instruments on that one. Uh, on the second album was Bodies. 33 oh, was good. <sighs> yes. No, I, I want to go back because it's bullshit. He made it sound like he was going... No, 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 Bryce. You'll have your chance to talk <laughs> about the second right, album in just a second. Off some of his favorites, and he's all right. Sir, calm down. All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Control yourself. <laughs> there's no time. There's no time limit. All right. Sorry. Go on. Go on. Um. Yeah, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, Lily. Uh, now, my songs I disliked, or musically that I liked, and lyrics I disliked was um, "Love." I thought that was just too stupid. Okay. <laughs> um, we only come out at night. I didn't care for that one that much either. It's an app. It's a, in a commercial now for Apple. Yeah, it's too bright. We only come out at night. Yeah, fuck that song. Yeah. Um. So, but overall, um, I pretty much preferred the first half to the second half of it. Okay. Um, album-wise, but yeah, uh, the first song I ever heard was both Butterfly Wings because when the video came out. Uh, Tonight Tonight, again, was interesting visually, but not necessarily one of my favorite songs. And it seems like they focused really more on promotion-wise on the first album more than the second one. Oh, yeah. Or the second half of it. I mean, they had 1979, which maybe I just don't care for it because it's overplayed. Yeah. I remember liking it originally when it came out, um, but I can't listen to it anymore. Like, if it comes on the radio, I'll fucking change that shit. Uh, 33 they had a video for that was um, very not interesting, somewhat abstract, but I just I don't hear that one very often, so maybe my um, impression of that song is not as uh, what's the word I'm looking for bombarded by the uh, radio play okay so that one I still appreciate but yeah my favorite one off the second one would definitely be Bodies awesome uh, off the first one would be either Here's no why or to forgive. Mm. I would okay. say bodies is very germane for you, Joe. <laughs> 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 no, Jesus but uh, B plus, Bryce, B plus. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bryce, uh, what about your second part of the album? Oh, oh shit! All right, we gotta talk about that. All right, 
right, Never mind. We're not going to talk about uh, that for right, you. Fine. You know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, uh, honestly, I love the second one more. Okay, a fucking where boys through to tread bodies. Fucking through the eyes of Ruby XYU, and you know what? Fuck you all. I love. We only come out at night. I love <laughs> Song. Wow. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Y'all can suck my dick. Uh, I don't care if it's Apple's fucking bitch now. Yeah. Do you, do you want us to, to, to sparkle while we do it as well? I do want you to all fucking sparkle as a motherfucker. Uh, you know, I, I like the song. And it's funny because, uh, Daniel, uh, you were talking about how they were trying to fucking be like uh, Bob Dylan. Yeah. You know, that song? Fucking Billy Joel. They're trying to make oh, Billy Joel on song. Wow. Okay. I, <laughs> oh, nice. That just, that just steps it up to a new level. I mean, like, oh my gosh, they're so solidified. And, and I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck because we only. That's come That's fucking night. funny though, Bryce. That's we really. Come, funny. We only come out at night. Piano man. I'll I'll swing my mug of beer at that fucking song. Give a shit, man. I, I will fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like put that fucking shit on the jukebox. Let's fucking go. I'm gonna drink my fucking ass drunk with that song, man. Anyways, uh, you know, XYU fucking like a X. Very bizarre hill to die on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Murder me on that fucking hill. Murder me on that hill. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I? Did, did I? Murder you? <laughs> yes, you did. You fucking did. No, you he didn't. bears no, the cross no. for us all, for I all will, our sins. I will. <laughs> Uh, you know what? In all honesty, Joe, you didn't uh, Apple. <laughs> no. <laughs> fucking Apple did, man. Apple did. Those fuckers, they took that song. They fucking took that song. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. I, anyways, I don't know. It's fucking XYU, man. Uh, uh, I didn't know this until you told me, Ray, that that's like a fucking, basically like a jam session. Yeah, they it was basically them jamming and they recorded it. Oh, well, I don't dope. know, man, but but fucking XYU dude, like, oh my god, it it's fucking it's fucking great. I mean, because I mean, it like oh, I guess it's so fucking. That's why it's one like, of the best songs off the album. They fucking overproduced like, it. Yeah. yeah, but fuck that song, dude. It's like, I, I think the well, you know what, Ray? You know what, Ray? It makes a lot of sense. Because when he starts going to the fucking lyrics, it's like Mary had a little lamb. He starts, I was like, okay, this motherfucker's improvising like an asshole. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 
Mary had a little lamb. Get there faster. That song, dude. That fucking song. I think, uh, Bryce, I, I, I think, uh, Little Miss and talk to the spider. You're, uh, <laughs> and you're uh, referring to more of the break where he says, uh, through the eyes of a jackal, I say go, and then they fucking come yeah, in. Kaboom, ka- yeah, kaboom. kaboom yeah, kaboom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ray, care, did man. you ever you get the, uh, you got the vinyl version of it, didn't you? Uh, Melancholy? Oh, yeah. No, man, that shit's a hundred bucks, bro. It's a fucking expensive. No shit. I, 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 I the thing is, wow. it's one of the albums I do want to get. Why the on fuck vinyl. is vinyl so expensive, man? Well, it's because it's four. Because no it's one does four it fucking anymore, vinyls man. put together. No, no one does it anymore. Like, well, they do it, but like it's a special release. And there's now. not as many production plants anymore. Yeah. So it's yeah. And more. and the thing is, this one in particular, that, this, this one in particular, YouTube it. is uh, really but, hard to find. Hold on though, because uh, when, when you when you cut into the vinyl version, it's separated into four parts, so they yeah. all have different names. So yeah. the first side one on the first one is side one is dawn, side two is tea time, side three no, is Billy dust. Corgan, Billy and Corgan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> side all four right. is twilight, five is midnight, six oh, is starlight. Uh, Shit, I thought there was four. Wait, it's uh, well, different, talking there's about so different sides, so that's eight sides altogether. Yeah, there's eight sides. Four, four oh, albums, four sides. Damn, I mean, eight sides. Well, I'm really yeah. surprised, Ray. I'm really surprised there that only two. It's only two tapes, like the Pre-Twilight, post-Twilight. It was only two tapes, yeah. But it's I'm only really two surprised. CDs too, you know, because I mean, you, I mean, there's enough. Yeah, but to, a, yeah, but a cassette tape, it can't hold yeah, CD. It did, yeah. Interesting. It held everything. But anyways, Ray, Ray, the reason I'm pissed is because everyone kept saying bodies, and I fucking love bodies too, man. No, I didn't know you were separating. I thought you were separating CDs, man. I was like, this is still on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like an Uber dude. Bryce, like Bryce, <laughs> Bryce. I asked you that in that case, but when everyone starts going past the album, I'm just like, fuck it, like just go ahead, just do it. Well, hold on though, hold on. Because I want to. I want to. Hold on, hold on, stop, stop, stop. Everybody stop. Let me get the soapbox. Yeah, everybody stop. Everybody stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I gotta, so I the box go, is there. Uh, All right. What is your you. favorite song no, from Twilight to Starlight? Okay, hold on though, because I want to go back because everyone's been saying bodies, but everyone talks about how when he does like the slow songs, they get annoyed by his voice. But you're going to tell me that you can't get annoyed by the. Nobody spell like you. Like no one's gonna get I said one of my favorite songs was "To Forgive," and that's a slow song. That's where oh, the Ishmaels right. take over for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Just he just gets blocked out because, like, a lot of like Cuba Deluxe, a slow song. As I mentioned with like Gish, like Melancholy, same thing. Like a lot of the pumpkins, like for me, it's just like. Corgan's kind of in the background, kind of like crooning-ish, and then most of them just like listen to the rock and guitar and shit. And... I don't know if that's crooning, man. Yeah. Uh, he's, trying, he's, trying, he's trying to croon. Uh, people said, like I said, he tries to over-emote, and he's just like trying to sound like, and I'm constipated. Yeah. But you know what? I need to poop. <laughs> that's why I don't like Tonight Tonight. Yeah, that's why I'm like tonight. Tonight, he's trying to do too much rain. You know, uh, no, it's like that. Poop. 
I told tonight, tonight, I, a per, tonight tonight is a perfect example of why he can't hold a note. Yeah. No, 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 no. Look, no. look. The thing is that, like, he, at this, I mean, he has to do different takes to like get that particular note to sound coherent with everything else. As but as but, the, but the, as the, the fact. Rest, yes. But the, I told Bryce mm. that I, I told, told I, me. Yeah, I told you. Like at some point, I go. As I was listening you to tonight, tonight, me? it's it's the it's one of the most poppiest songs that the pumpkins has ever done have ever done oh, for sure. and i go this guy yeah. has the balls the fucking balls with that fucking voice to make a pop song and like <laughs> you know what i mean like it the the arrogance and it worked the, the, like, yeah it did work it, up. Yeah. it was crazy I, I fuck, yeah. and the thing is i fucking loved it but the thing is like i also have to recognize the fact that he does have this voice I understand what you are saying. Yes. yes. I understand what you are saying. What's that, boy? Timmy fell down the well. <laughs> you seen that uh, South Park episode where Butters uh, becomes a pimp? Was that yes. Joe? Yeah. Yes, I have, yeah. Is that where he starts explaining bottom row hey, bitches? Joe, what was that? Like yeah. That? He said, have you seen that South Park episode where Butters becomes a pimp? Nah, you, you cut out too. Joe, what was that, man? Said, have you seen that South Park episode where Butters becomes a pimp and starts selling kisses on the playground? Butter, butter, butters, butters, pimp, kisses. No, you keep cutting out, man. Oh, I, I can, can hear him loud and clear. What the fuck y'all talking about? It's probably Daniel. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is it your internet, Joe? I, I, I don't know. No, no. I, everyone else it's, 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 I think it's your internet, dude, because so like we're all hearing him. Uh, I don't know. I can hear him fine. I think y'all are hearing like butter, pimp, kisses. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, like he was like when he goes to the pimp con- uh, convention, he's like, they're like trying to explain to him how to be a pimp. And they're like, do you understand what I'm saying? And he's like, I don't oh. understand what you are saying. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but do y'all remember? Do y'all, do y'all remember when that shit was on HBO? Players Ball? The, the player's ball. All no. I remember is the player haters ball yeah, from, uh, from Chappelle. Chappelle no, show. Man. Yeah. Nah, dude. They would show that on fucking HBO. The player's ball. There's like straight yeah. up pimps going and fucking accepting awards for being the best pimp. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> that would no, Bryce. <laughs> that was good. That, that was called. Awesome. That was called pimps up, hose down, brother. Oh fuck uh. yeah, dude. Pimps up, hose down. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. Pimps up, hose down. Ray, you know what I'm talking about. Man. Oh, I know Fuck, what you're dude. talking about, yeah. You from my era, man. Fucking shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense because we're uh, no, no, no. I know. I, I, you I, I got what he was saying. Actually. I got what he was saying. Yeah. I am, but no one acknowledged that. R- no one acknowledged that. Ray. Yeah, but none of y'all knew the obscure reference I was talking about was Ray. Blah, 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 blah. Daniel, you remember real sex? Like I remember real sex, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember the things that put me through puberty, everybody? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, it did. It did. And I, I still I'll have do. those tapes. Yeah. Oh, the tapes? <laughs> Jesus. <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> Boner Jams 98 or what? <laughs> this is looking like all like snow blind and shit. 
<laughs> Hold on, guys. Guys. <laughs> wow. All right, man. Hold on. Hold on. You're recording. You're recording. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm recording this. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna end the episode. Okay. We oh. finished. No, yeah, we we have finished. So, like, we were gonna do another of this sentence. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! All okay, right. so um, we went very uh, briefly through uh, the first three albums of Smashing Pumpkins. That was Gish, uh, Siamese Dreams, Melancholy, and Blue Sadness. That was brief for you. That was brief. Yeah, that was very brief. You have no idea how much I'm gonna have to cut out. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, well, all like the fucking minute shit. Ray, this is gonna be the uh, tightest. Uh, you better fucking uh, mixtape ever. Shit. Yeah. Fucking, uh, I'll Twenty-three your minutes of glorious smashy pumpkins content. Oh fuck, man! <laughs> I'm gonna come to your house to make sure you cut all that fucking Nelson Mandela. I can't have it on the fucking air, man. Like, come on. Bryce, I need you to trust me, all right? Trust me, baby girl. Trust me, all right? It's all right. Yeah, trust I don't trust you at all, man. You're going to run. Yo, yeah, there you go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the fucking here's the why. You fucking. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Shh. What if you're trying to apply for a job and that random person in the valley actually listens to the podcast? <laughs> Ray, no, it's because, like, man, he's, he's going to run to our, our store manager. manager. He's like, listen to this. <laughs> Look at Bryce's opinion on the Smashing Pumpkins. Bryce's opinion on the Smashing Pumpkins doesn't go well with like my own like worldview. Like, uh, calm down. He thinks his suffrage is equate equates to Nelson Mandela. Mandela's <laughs> a soccer player, right? <laughs> <laughs> that stayed in. <laughs> and apartheid was the team he played on. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> let me yeah, let me just hold on hold on. <laughs> let me just end this episode. Let me end this episode. All right. Hold on. Give me a, give me a bit of silence. 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 Okay. I'm just gonna mute myself. This yeah, just just yeah. I, I can mute all of y'all, motherfuckers, and that'll be easier for me too. <laughs> okay, so uh, this was the very brief uh, smashing pumpkins. Uh, best of dislikes from Anatomy Mixtape episode <laughs> number, era. again, I don't know. And this is the birthday episode, and we'll see what happens when Roland decides what his birthday episode will be. So follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and uh, at Mocha Studios. Donate to Patreon if you so wish. The unedited episode that you're hearing right now will be on Patreon. <laughs> so oh. that'll be it for that. Apartheid. I muted all you motherfuckers. <laughs> they didn't hear any of you. So uh, my name is Ray, and in uh, North Texas, 
Studios. That's you, Joe. 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 And in uh, the Pacific Northwest, uh, Division of Mocha um, Studios. So I'm waiting to watch uh, Nelson Mandela star for the apartheid. Um, <laughs> currently on ESPN3, but this is Daniel. <laughs> and uh, Central RGV Studios. Uh, That's right. That's you. Oh, hey. It's, uh, hey, uh-huh. hey, uh, Say goodbye. Bye. Uh, and in the north southwest version of the RGV. Yes, that's you, Bryce. Uh, Apartheid's the goalie. Nelson Mandela's the kicker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Bryce. And I'm your host. And the key opponent is inclusion. Yes, and I'm your host, Ray, and we're signing off. I'm pretty sure most of us are drunk by now. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. I'm getting pretty good. <laughs> Daniel, you doing, you doing all right? I, I'm chilling, bro. All right, awesome. I'm Great. chilling. All right, cool. So signing off, Nanami mixtape. Roland, think of your next episode because I don't know what's gonna be. Enjoy. We are recording. Yes, yes we, we are, are recording. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to MoQuest, oh, Rip Bryce. You, so, hey. you, you thought you were safe. You're going to no. cut that shit, man. You, <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you, did you think you were in a safe space? Uh, I it's did gonna, not. You are safe. You're safe for Patreon. Oh, there you go. Uh, that's, but that's the only way they're going to hear any Sorry, of this Bryce. Shit. God damn it, Ray. I'm talking about fucking Nelson Mandela and apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> Now this has to go out. <laughs> <laughs>